A-H-I-S. Yeah, yeah, what's up, man? <laughs> You're so Oh, one night on the grind. We got my man Jason, <laughs> Ashley, Chris Keller. We starting it off. Uh, we're going to just uh, go through real estate, man. Q&As. Going ham, answering any questions y'all might need us to answer. Uh, we're going to be talking about some wholesaling. We're going to be talking about some lease options. My girl Ashley, she got all the hot houses on sale on the market. <laughs> My man Jason is doing the fix and flip game. If you fix and flippers out there need to know about that. So uh, let's get right off into it, though. Um, uh, let's start it off. We're starting off start with, uh, <laughs> first off, we're going to teach people how to buy a house and, and start from there. The, the whole process of it. Um, a lot of people think that it's the whole 20% down game and the old school is impossible. You need a 740 credit score and all that. So we're going to. Eliminate some of this stuff, the, the false um, things we were told growing up. Uh, for instance, when you first start off, um, you want to go get a pre-approval letter, find you a local lender, find somebody who's trustworthy, somebody that you can... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, hold on. There we go. Um, sorry about that. But uh, for instance, for a down payment, you can get an FHA loan. It's about 3.5% down. Put that in perspective. It's a hundred thousand dollar house. It's about thirty five hundred dollars down. You get that with your your income tax return, or save a little money throughout the year. Um, conventional loans are about three percent down, and that's if you don't go through a certain uh, program. Some programs are zero percent down. Um, for all the veterans out there, you can get a house with zero percent down. Um, you can also get closing costs covered. So there's a lot of times that they can walk out of the closing table without putting any money down and get whatever house they desire. Um, as far as credit scores, uh, it's not like it used to be. It used to be a 700, 720. Now you can get pre-approved as low as a 620 FICO store score, and some of them as low as 580, depending on who your lender is. Um, also, I, was, I get this question all the time. I don't know about you guys, but uh, student loans have come into play a lot, and a lot of people think that they got to be paid off completely. That's that's not true at all. False. Yeah, it, it, they just take a percentage and apply it to your debt-to-income ratio, um, so don't feel like you're, you're eighty thousand dollars in debt due to student loans, and you're stuck in a four hundred dollar apartment for the rest of your life. Um, what else? I know <laughs> you probably get this a lot too. Like um, everybody says, don't buy right now because it's a seller's market. It's the best time. To buy. Yeah, yeah, right. Right now is a great time to buy. It's the um, best lowest interest rates. Yeah, you you have probably the lowest interest rates we'll probably ever see in our life. So you, you can't beat it. So, <laughs> and life though, like literally in the last what 10 15 years, the interest rates haven't been as low. Yeah. One to what three percent? Yeah, yeah, Which somebody is, got refied at 2.75 the other day. I heard 2.9. Yeah, uh, that's crazy, and that's crazy. Like, our parents had 10 12 percent, so some of them had arm loans where it fluctuated. Yeah, 10, 12 percent, easy. No, <laughs> it, it's crazy how much that's changed, you know. Like, so much that changed though, and um. Even in inquiring a lot of different properties, um, just talking to those folks that might not have the money or they might not have, um, you know, the specific type of credit they may need, you can always just jump in straight into wholesaling. Um, it, it, it takes no money down. Um, it's an easy strategy uh, from start to beginning. Um, and it's 
just so um, overlooked. People think it's a lot more complicated than what it really is. What is wholesaling? So wholesaling is literally you finding distressed properties, beat up properties. I'm talking about the properties um, that you might walk into and think it's a hundred ghosts in there, or the roof might be missing, or it might be a wall knocked out, or like I see Jason sometimes uh, post the uh, houses with the 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 light fixture that just matched the whole background, <laughs> like the crazy looking houses. Um, and for a wholesaler, um, our job is primarily to um, find distressed houses for buyers and get those at a significantly discounted price and leave some meat on the bone for our investors to buy them, fix them up, and make a little bit of profit on the end of, um, of the uh, sale themselves. Now, as far as being on the other side of it, if if you're a person that owns the house, why would you want to wholesale? So if you own a house, um, it's a couple reasons. You may owe a few different back taxes on the house. Um, your parents might have gave it to you, inherited it, and you don't know what to do with the property. Um, and there's a lot more other reasons. Um, those are just a couple just to get started. Um, if you do own a house and you necessarily don't know 100% what to do with it, and you don't have the money to fix it up. So you would most definitely, first thing you probably want to do is call a wholesaler because not to downgrade oh, any- Oh yeah, um, say it, say it. I don't want to do it. Realtor. <laughs> not, not to downplay any- But you're being not, real. Not to downplay any realtor, but um, there's no there's no inspections um, that you may be required to pass. There's a, you know, and I'll let Ashley tell it, you know, <laughs> Um, it's quicker to close, close too. Yes, yeah, it's, it's quicker closing. Um, it's a cash deal usually. Ca cash yeah. deal, cash offer. It's a it's a lot quicker route um, to some people who may not know how to you know purchase properties, okay. um, or who may not be as much as uh, knowledgeable. Um, like my first wholesale with one of my friends, um, he was a drug dealer. I keep on honor. Um, he was a drug dealer out here, you know, making lots of money, um, and I had pulled him to the side like, hey this is something you may want to do. You know, let's purchase a, a couple properties. If something happened to you, say you, you know, go to jail or anything like that in that source, you, who's going to be the person that, that makes the money now? Um, you know, your significant other or your BM, however y'all want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, she can go pick up rent, can't she? If, exactly. You know, if you got a property with a with a tenant already in there and it's cash flow running, you can make a you can make a call and be like, "Hey, baby, <laughs> go pick up that rent for me." <laughs> when, but you can't go tell her to go make five, six, seven, eight, ten different runs or something. No, it's residual income every month. It's residual, too, so it's always there. Yeah, most definitely. Hope for the wholesale side. <laughs> so I want to just hack in on on that because. Um, I did the wholesale game for a little bit. Mm. Um, and what I was looking for was, like you said, distressed properties. You look at those ones where you're in the neighborhood and you're like, man, like it's going to take so much money for this to get fixed up right. And maybe the neighborhood doesn't go for very much. Maybe the average house sold is 15, 20K. So if it takes 20K for a house to be fixed up and the neighborhood goes for 20K, I mean, you're in the hole already. And yeah. if there's 5000 in back taxes, like it just gets added on and added on. So um, I was looking for some of those people that were like, hey, like, I just, I can't do it. Like, 
I'm on social security, whatever, you know, can I get rid of this house? And they would only want whatever they would want for it. And, you know, yeah. you look you look up the comms and make sure that, um, you know, everybody's happy at the end of the day. Yeah. So um, for those of you who don't know me, um, Ashley, I'm with Howard Hanna. Jason's my partner in crime here. Um, he got me in the real estate game three and a half years ago, um, just solely based on um, seeing me sell pure romance <laughs> out of the back of my car. Um, you ladies probably recognize me from there. We probably had a party because I did that for a really long time. Um, but I actually love it. I've been on the seller side for a while and um, I have like, you know, however many listings I had, like 12 or 13 at one point in time, and like six of them are at title right now going in closing. It's been so like we a, need more, Chris. It's been, we yes, it. please. <laughs> it's been nuts. We're working on the pipeline right now. We're going to have a lot of properties going through there. Yeah. In and out, in and out. So um, if you are looking to sell your house, you guys might be wondering, like, how do we come up with that number of, like, what I what can I sell my house for? So what we run is what's called a market analysis, and it runs like comps for what was sold in like, say, a half a mile radius of your property that has similar attributes, say, similar number of bedrooms, similar number, similar number of baths, and square footage. You got a garage, and then they'll give us like a, say your house goes for 100 grand, the neighborhood does. It's like, okay, what do you want to sell it at? Chris, what do you want to sell your house at? Uh at a hundred grand, I'm a one a hundred grand probably as a, if, if I know it's worth a hundred grand, right. I'm probably gonna want a hundred grand. But you know, sometimes we do get those um, clients that may have a house in a particular area and they put so much work into it. Um, hey, Chris, I put 10, 20 grand into this. I got to have 40,000 for it. And mm -hmm. then when I go to run some of my comparables, I look at it like, yeah, <laughs> I don't think we can get 40. You know what I'm saying? Necessarily. Um, and that's for a lot of people who just jump straight into real estate. Like, I know I just want to buy me a house. I want to fix it up and I want to sell it for the whole amount that all the money I put back into it. So you got to, you know, more or less strategize with it. Get the house for, you know, a 20, 20 to 30% discount. That way you can leave a little meat on the bones or, you know, some room where you can put money into the house and then make a profit after the fix, the flip, yep. the the repair value of it, the ARV of the house, and the just moving forward on it. The hardest part is telling people like their sentimental value isn't the true value of the property. <laughs> that was good. Like that, I hate it. That's that's the worst. Or like what you yeah, were saying, man. like, well, I put twenty grand into it. I have to get that twenty grand. Just because you put twenty thousand into a house doesn't mean it's worth twenty thousand dollars worth of more. Yeah, yeah. Like you pay ten, you put twenty. I'm like, I don't think I want thirty five. Yep, the comparable says fifteen to twenty around here. Yep, that's yeah. So the you have to watch it, and, and that's one of the biggest issues I run into. Is like, oh man, I understand. Like this was your family's house for the past hundred years, and you've done this much work to it, and this is what the market's telling you it should be at. But sometimes your work isn't as good as you think it is, and yeah, you have oh, to man. break that don't, news to them. Yeah, don't don't go putting marble tubs over there on um, Avondale or something. You know what I mean? Or just <laughs> um, we, marble tubs. I mean, because yeah. I've seen a lot of people. Um, some of my friends, um, you know, starting off in the game. Even even myself, um, you kind of grow that attachment towards like your property. Yeah, because you're building it, making yeah, it yours. Yeah. So 
uh, essentially, if you're going to, you know, work the property to make a profit, you don't really want too many emotional attachments to it. Yeah. Like, um, you don't want to make it look like something, oh, this is something I would like. I would like to, you know, do this, do that. You mainly got to go by what the what the people like, um, mm -hmm. you know, what, what you're getting feedback on. Like, hey, Chris, I like those. I go, I, I'm loving them gray walls. I'm loving them uh, plank floors, the new click click floors um and just go off the people the people the people will let you know video by video walkthrough by walkthrough oh, yeah. you know yeah. ashley oh, yeah. that's the power that of social realtor, media that yeah. realtor feedback yep that's what, every house we do anytime we flip a property it's it's the same floors same floors same color walls same cabinetry same gym. might change up the countertops but that's about it we, no. When I first started doing it, I would be like, oh, this house would look sweet with a yellow kitchen. Right. This bathroom right. would be cool with the blue. Then I had 50 tubs of paint that went nowhere, got wasted. Oh. And it's just, I don't know, trial and error. And then people walk in like, oh, man, that kitchen's so terrible. Why'd they paint it yellow? <laughs> right. Oh, my heart. So, so it's like, oh, but man, you then you get offended. Like, yeah. So it's like, like, all right. Yeah, if I paint it gray, I'm not getting design. offended. Yeah. <laughs> you, you like, everybody likes gray. That grayscale is really popular right now. Mm -hmm. really I'm curious popular. to see what the next color will be because it's been it was tan for so long and yeah. then it's gray. We just was moving from Toe. tan to like gray, 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 <laughs> really killing right now. Yeah. It just get, it just give that soft home touch. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. That gray, everybody love it right now. It, uh, tan want, looks old school too. I wanted to like yeah with like oak cabinets. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> 80s ish. I want to uh, circle back to the made up number. Okay. Because. That is something that we, um, so having somebody that is knowledgeable in real estate, if you're going to go buy a property and you got Joe Schmo down the street saying, I want 50K for my house. And you're in a, you're like, there's no way these houses are going for this much in this neighborhood, but you really want the house or whatever. You want to hit up your real estate agent or your, your investor people over here. Um, you know, just somebody that's really knowledgeable and in the game to like, look it up for you so you're not getting like ripped off so to speak um because mm -hmm. there's a lot of you get a lot of that like made up numbers they're like i want this and you're like no um get an appraisal sometimes that works too that works too for yeah. sure um so the investor rule i wanted to touch on that so in the investor world you want to be all in on a house at 70% of the ARV. You mm. wanna know like what's ARV? So ARV is your after repair value. So like we were talking about like the neighborhood goes for 100K, you wanna be all in at a house at $70,000. Do you wanna to touch on that? Cause I know you do that, Jason. Yeah, I mean, that's the, the general guideline when you're doing it. And to be safe, I sometimes aim for about 65%. That way I have that extra 5% buffer in case everything's, so every house is gonna have something go wrong. So don't, by expecting oh, I'm going to get this 30% profit when I go to sell this because it never happens. It's not realistic. Yeah. Most and definitely leave some meat on the bone for unexpected problems. Um, one thing you also can do is just get an inspection on it. I know they, they cost a couple hundred dollars, but it's, inve it. it's investing it people. Tens of thousands. It, it'll save you five, ten thousand $10,000. I know on, um, me and my own partners, first couple properties, we went on it and it looked lovely. We was just, you know, head over heels for it. Like, it looks so good. We want it. We we think we can make a profit off of this. Um, we had brought in our inspector, and he tore us apart. <laughs> when, when we when we got the uh, results back, it was just 
all the nooks and cranny stuff we would have never seen. Like the furnace wasn't even hooked up right. Um, the vent circulation wasn't hooked up right. There was electrical problems going on. And all of this was all behind the walls. Like just walking in and looking at a property, you would never just know the um, the full potential, you know, be of what it 100% needs, though. So you don't ever just want to walk into a property blind. And just fall in love with it off to look like, oh, it just got good walls and floors. Man. I'll tell you, I, got, I have a house right now. This is big. The faith, because you're guilty. You're so guilty. I thought I was an we expert. All, we all bumped our head. We all had to bump the head, didn't we? Oh, man. I did. At a couple, this is about a year ago. I bought a house. And I was already like 30 houses deep. So I'm like, I'm, I know what I'm looking for. I'm good. Yeah. This house, I was like, oh, this is perfect. Great neighborhood. Not too much work. Are you talking, I wonder if you're talking about the one that I think I'm, you're talking about. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. We opened up the, the paneling on the basement walls, <laughs> and it was buckled, just water pouring in. Anything you could think of to go wrong with the property has gone wrong with this property. The whole roof, it, it was leaking in between the garage where it attached that so bad that the whole wall was just rotted out inside. So we, we pretty much rebuilt this whole house, man. It, Biggest you, nightmare I've ever had. But you know the good that came out of that is your foundation person that you got. Yeah, and I learned to always get an inspection. And that, and then um, wasn't your siding person too? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I mean it. it there was some the, some the lessons came learned, out of that but too. I'd, I would have much rather just not bought the house, <laughs> <laughs> save the time, effort, money, everything, but. Oh, it happens, man. That's a part of this real estate stuff. Like everybody watches HGTV and thinks that it's like all peaches and cream. And I did too. That's where I started off watching HG. Like I'm gonna do what they do. Just, <laughs> yeah, they lure you in. And, Mondo Montalago and, and, or whatever his name in is. In 20 oh, days, yeah. I'm gonna have this thing fixed up, flipped up, <laughs> all the way ready to go, ready to wholesale, etc. The story don't go like that, no. honestly, though. Yeah. Nope. Just do your due diligence, though. That's what I just you know um, throw out there. Um, do some due diligence. Um, look, look, look up anything you can find about the property. Uh, get your people in line. Get your contractors in line. Get your inspectors in line. Yep. And um, you if know, you, and if you need people, we've guy. got contacts for all of it. Contacts for everything. Yep. No. Yeah, yep. that, that's one thing. Our group is not very greedy, stingy. I mean, we'll help y'all yep. any possible way we can. When I first started this, I was all about money. How can I get money? And then I had a guy. He's Popular around the area, Rick Howell. He, he taught me, man, if you focus on the people over your over mm -hmm. the, the money oh, aspect man. of it, yes. you'll win every time. Yeah. Serve, serve, it, serve. It, it changes your whole outlook on it, and you build better relationships. Yeah. So don't worry about the money; it's gonna come. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You want to take care right. of people, though. Yep. That was definitely something you want to do, though. Take care of your folks. So Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> so as far as for the. Um, I want to jump a little bit into after you buy a house. So this is for people who already own their own house. Um, and they may not know that you can, based off of how much equity that you got built in the house, mm -hmm. that you can do a refinance on this house. Um, just touch base with a little a little bit of the people of, you know, how to refinance and, um, you know, what's some of the steps on refinancing. Because I'm not a financial person. You're not a financial person. I don't know the steps with that. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I can touch it just, you know, a, a bit. I think though, both so. of you guys actually would be better Killer on this since that. you're on that end of it more. Yeah. Because so, I'm like, I'm, I've been on the seller side quite a bit lately. Right. 
not the buyer side. So basically what you're saying is once you have the property fixed, um, in some aspects, if you're renting it out, you can pull out a percentage of your equity in the property, which is generally about 80%, depending on who your lender is that you're going through. And you can recycle that money that you originally invested into that house so you can keep on snowballing your profit or mm -hmm. your properties. So is that what you're referring to? Yeah, mm -hmm. most yeah. definitely, yep. Um, refinancing, like like I know a lot of my, my uh, people's, um, even my own parents sometimes, they, they own their own they own their own properties or whatnot. But they may not know that you got a gym sitting there. Yep. And you can you can pull out the money and go buy another property and make that property work for you essentially. Um, someone who may not necessarily live in a property, um, you can take a loan out on it and say it's a eighty percent of value loan, say you owe four hundred dollars a month, but your tenant paying you seven, eight hundred dollars a month. That's still overhead per month or so, you know what I mean? So, um, and I always read this in a lot of my books, don't be scared of good debt. It's, mm -hmm. de it's debt out here, but um, it's, it's good debt too as well. Um, you know, back in the day, a lot, of our, a lot of our parents always told us, don't get so many credit cards or don't get into debt and don't do this and that. The way the world working right now, if you can get your hands on $10,000 that can make you $500 a month, do it. Yeah. Do it. Why not? Um, for a lot of people out there who work at the job, you got a 401k. Utilize it. Make it work. I guarantee you if you buy a $10,000 property and put a tenant in there for $500 a month, it's going to make more than your 401k will for you. Yep. Utilize the 401k properly. Don't yep. pull that ten grand out to get a new paint job in Rams because right. that that car <laughs> that car is a liability. It's not an asset. It ain't man. An That's asset. something. That, it's, only, it's only a matter of time yeah. with a car. Yep. It's only a matter of time mm -hmm. though before before it start costing you. Yeah. Yep. Like as soon as you pull that car off the lot, it's not worth nothing. I know I, I know it's sweet right now, but once you do a couple donuts in it, yeah. it's <laughs> over with. It's gone. <laughs> yep. And uh to keep in mind with that, property properties they uh raise value as well too. Every year, probably looking at about five to ten percent on an increase though. So keep that in mind too. Yeah. Um, be, always make sure you want to be around areas that's up and developing. Um, you know, the downtown area right now, we got a lot of investors coming to the downtown area. Uh, West Side is one of my particular areas that I like to invest in. Uh, South End is pretty cool. Um, you know. I'm seeing a lot of stuff on the east side shooting up. East East is going up. Yeah. East is moving though. Where I grew up? Uh-oh, you got an east side rider. <laughs> you get a... You get along that that waterfront and the Oakdale Park area. I've mm -hmm. been finding a lot of good properties in there. A lot of good tenants I've been dealing with lately. I, I like it over there. I know, like, I hate to say this, but the East Side's had a bad stigma for a while. So yeah. yep. it's good Red to see. Stepchild of Toledo. Yeah, it's good to see it coming up and doing mm -hmm. doing good. So doing a way a lot more better. I want to yeah. touch on tenants because one thing that. I'm sure you guys both get hit up a lot about is like, do you have any rental properties? So I just want to say like for the people out there, you're looking to maybe buy a house eventually. Like if you guys knew the breakdown of your rent oh, yeah. and what you could have for that amount. Okay. So if you're in four, three, six, one, two rent goes for what? 800 bucks, 850. The mortgages on those houses, people, are half of that. Or or even less. Or less. Or less. Or less. Or less. And 
to put that in a more perspective, how much is your car payment? You're paying three, four hundred dollars for a car. Mm-hmm. That's a house that's bringing in income and residual mm-hmm. income. And like what you were saying, you could refinance against it, get yep. the equity right. out. You, it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't it make sense. <laughs> so like um, some of you guys know this, some of you guys, most of you don't. But at 21, I bought a duplex. Mm-hmm. OK, Auburn Monroe area. And the, the name of the game then was to live in one unit and to run out the top. And that's what we did. The mortgage on that property. So your mortgage is like your pity payment, your payment, your interest, your taxes, and your insurance. That whole house, two bedroom, one bath, each unit was three eighty five a month. I rented it, we rented it for like four fifty, I think, a month. Cute. Had the cable Jimmy rigged and charged them for them too, for that too. <laughs> but um, you just put that on. I Live used to. Podcast. That's fine. I was a different person then. Um, anyway, so, uh, um, but that's how you do it. So, you know, you have somebody else paying that note. You're staying for free. Like, yeah. You know. So. That's, that's what I mean by good debt. Because even with, with, with um, one of my first properties, and me and my partner first property, um, the mortgage on it only is only about. Three fifty, yeah, three hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, but we got the upper and lower unit renting for seven fifty and six fifty per month. So we take that three hundred dollars, apply that towards the mortgage. Make sure you pay the bank back on time. Oh yeah, pay them back on time. They start liking you. Like you want some more money. (laughs) But uh, we pay them back every time. We still see an overhead of about eleven hundred dollars at the end of the month. Um, but you know, keep in, keep in mind too, you got property taxes, you got water, um, garbage, and garbage, um, just certain, you know, just little things you, you don't, you don't want to, you don't miss out on. Um, just always leave a little bit more meat on the bone, but if it makes sense, do it though. Don't be scared to get into that finance with the, with the, with the banks though. A lot of people scared be scared to go to the bank, man. I tell a lot of my friends, Man, you sitting on a 700 credit score yeah. and you got $10,000 in the bank. Yeah. Why don't you just go to the bank? Oh, man, no, I don't know about that yeah. bank, man. That bank, man, they they going to want too much from you. They going to want this in there so and the other. So scared. There's a right? lot of fear. There's nothing to be scared of. Um, I mean, they they going to give you exactly what they want you to do and what, what, what they need you, what they need from you. All you got to do is go out there, put your ducks in a row, mm-hmm. and knock it out. I want to touch on that. So... A lot of places, a lot of banks have like first time home buyer credits. Um, so if you're actually looking to like be an owner occupant, mean actually live in this house, like talk to your bank about what they offer because you're going to get a lot of help like we talked about way in the beginning. Um, I know that Directions Credit Union has a program, Huntington, Fifth Third, Toledo Urban, just to name a couple, like they all have programs for first time home buyers and will assist you to get up and running and get in that first house because then right. you could pull equity out of it right buy a second one have a rental okay boom <laughs> right so i got a question we got a phone call oh, we got a caller hello 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 hi hey guys hey how you guys doing hey how you doing all right all right um i just had a question Actually, more of a. I just need more more information, and I think a lot of people would would really benefit off of it. Um, <clears throat> I think that there's this perception that in order to own a home, you have to have 
750 credit and you got to have ten twenty thousand dollars down or, or deposit ready for a home um i've learned that that's not true but if you guys could um go in depth about that and how fairly easy it is to to own a home those definitely yeah you're absolutely right um we kind of touched base on that early on but yeah you don't need all that like now you can get a house with a 620 credit score or less depending on your debt to income ratio uh or you're standing at your job you've been at if you've been at your job for say 10 years and you're consistently making the same amount of money but your credit score is like a 595 they're still gonna get you pre-approved because you're showing consistency on your payments you're showing a lot of times credit can get dinged up by something stupid that you did five years ago but yeah you're right you don't need a 700 credit score you don't need ten thousand dollars down um there are the programs especially for uh police officers teachers there's a lot of programs for those guys where it's five hundred dollars down or zero dollars down but a, a general fha which everybody's been using lately is three and a half percent down it's thirty five hundred dollars per hundred thousand dollars of, of property so yeah. yeah it's not impossible to do i mean it's, it's very feasible to come up with thirty five hundred dollars and, and to get well, out and and even if you're not um looking to necessarily like say you can't maybe 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 you can't do a fha maybe say you get to the program and they got some issues they may need a couple more qualifications you can always go conventional loan too conventional yeah. loan um, that's ten percent down. Well, now it's even they just dropped it to three to three percent. No way. Conventional loans at three percent. Okay, so Convent. difference between FHA and conventional because that to me is like it used that? to. From my understanding, this was before I was in real estate, but it used to be the ten percent and even twenty percent down sometimes for a conventional loan. It's a little bit easier to um, purchase on because you're not dealing with the FHA guidelines and so forth. But even the FHA guidelines aren't what they used to be, where it used to be. 30 things had to be fixed and repaired before you could buy it. Now it's just general things like peeling paint, um, asbestos tile floors and basements generally. But it's not impossible. And I feel like I feel like FHA gets that same um, rep as like Section 8 leasing. Like when you go to do it, like the Section 8 codes and guidelines, it's not as strict as it used to be by any means. So now I've been getting better deals with conventional loans than I was FHA, you know, five years ago when I first started. So mm. yeah. um, the rates are most definitely better. Oh now. yeah. Way, yeah. way better. Now, if, now if there are any lenders that want to chime in on this little message thing, feel free to do so. Cause yes. I know I got one or two on here that, <laughs> that are keeping quiet. <laughs> I see your name popping up. <laughs> and, and, and again, too, if you, if you a cash buyer, um, you got a lot of just cash sitting around, find you a wholesaler. Um, call myself, um, Call, you know Ashley or Jason. I say, I, we have a we have a we each have a couple of wholesalers besides you. Right. Um, no, we don't. He's the only one. <laughs> Fine. I'm just we're being real. All right. But yeah, um, find you a wholesaler. Like say you just got 15, 20k cash. Um, you know, you can get down to the um it's, it's called Document Express in Toledo, Ohio. Uh, go down to Document Express. Tell them you want to do a quick claim. Uh, I'm sorry, a quick claim deed. I'm gonna touch on quick that. claim deed, um, and they literally transfer over the title within five or ten minutes. And literally, like they're we recorded. Yeah, and what we were saying were there's there's a lot of people in bad positions in all over the country, really, especially coming out of Corona. I know it's gonna be a rough road. Man, we're the, gonna the be spring's gonna 70, be 70, 80 hour weeks. Man. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. 
So if you feel like you are trapped and you just want to unload a property, especially people that have multiple properties, that they might be behind the back taxes and they don't really want a huge profit out of it, but they just want to get um, get rid of the property, reach out to people like Chris. He can he can help you out. Um, reach out to me, Ashley. We can we can buy it from Chris. So <laughs> <laughs> right. So reach out to these people, man. Like like it's not the end of the world. Like you can get bailed out of situations, and even if it seems like it's something that's going to be super hard or impossible it's, it's truly not like there's a lot of buyers a lot of out-of-state investors that that ten thousand dollars or fifteen thousand dollars that keeps you up at night isn't anything to them so get, yeah. get bailed out let talk to somebody like chris reach out to him yeah give me a call man we got all kind of properties ranging from ten thousand to twenty thousand i mean they're not gonna be in the best shape now y'all know now keep in mind these <laughs> these ten or, or twenty thousand dollar houses is not going to be in the best shape, probably not going to be moving ready. Um, but if you, somebody by all means who can fix your own house, do your own floors, or maybe you running like a contractor business, hold, find you a wholesaler, get your house and fix it yourself. It's going to save you a lot of cost on repair values. Uh, repair values is a big um, part into real estate when you buy distressed homes, because like we said, you want to have that spread in between what you bought the house for, how much you put into it, and what you can sell it for. Yeah. And if you can do your own repairs and you can make your own, you know, fix your own roofs and et cetera, you can save yourself tens of thousands of dollars and essentially sell it for a lot bigger profit, though. Exactly. Most definitely. I want to touch on the quick claim deed. Quick claim deed. Let's okay. do it. So... What I've run to, into as an agent, um, even the wholesaling side. So whenever you go to buy a house, you're going to always want to take it through title. Always, always, always. A lot of people are like, oh my gosh, like I don't want to pay this 500 to $1,000 to get title work done. Well, you're going to want to because there could be something on the house when you go to sell it that will keep you from selling it. Mm -hmm. So for example, I have a property had an offering on it, um, sent it over to title. Everything was looking good, looking great until title comes back. And then there's two open mortgages on it from two previous owners. Wow. But my current seller had, um, had quit claimed it, got it quit claimed over to her. So there was no like background done essentially on the house. So we have been just taking the time to get in contact with these other two people mm. to, um, get it get all taken care of yes yeah. um so like that's just one instance um liens of any sorts like um like maybe like a mechanics lien or what else what have you run into on that um normally it's back taxes back taxes when back taxes too big time um, before before you go sell a house too make sure you know you know how much the back taxes is on it because uh, we've ran into, you know, some issues just in the past where, you know, a person may want ten, fifteen thousand dollars, but when it goes to closing, they may owe two or three thousand in back taxes. Now the title company, they're not gonna transfer the deed over until mm -hmm. all taxes are paid off. Paid so current. you may be looking at a fifteen thousand dollar check turn into a, an eleven thousand dollar tick because you had you know, about $4,000 in bank taxes. And water bills, too. Water bills. Water bills, yeah. water bills yeah. as well, yeah. too. And those are, are, are paid at a title agency, too. So mm -hmm. when you you, you do want to get, you know, with a title agency, 
um, like Louisville title. I know we use them a lot. I love Louisville. Louisville, them probably my favorite ones. Same. Shout out to Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Helene. Yes. <laughs> Helene oh, is I a love kid. her. Helene. And my Debs. And Debs too. Mm-hmm. Both of them. There's two. <laughs> so I want to jump a little bit into um, the lease option to own versus the rent to own. Um, and a lot of people get these two confused. So I just kind of want to clear it up. So. Oh. I'll take a call. Side note. <laughs> All right. Hello? Hi. I, I had a question for you guys. No doubt. Um, how, how come uh, places won't give you a bank loan if you tell them that you don't think you have great credit? Um, you probably want to walk in there kind of a little bit knowledgeable about where your credit score might be. Um, Because when when you're working with banks, you want to make sure you got your ducks in a row. Um, You don't want to walk in there and be like, hey, I want to take a loan out for X amount of dollars. How can you help me out? Um, I know a a good thing if people don't know where their credit is, is go ahead and check out Credit Karma. Download the Credit Karma app. Um, It helps you... Um, as far as knowing where you're credit at, knowing what kind of what your debt to uh, income ratio is. Um, an, oh, oh, go ahead. The only thing on my credit is medical bills from like 16 years ago when I was super young. <laughs> okay. So that should I don't I wouldn't think that would affect you though. Um, medical bills and school bills are something that uh, banks look past a lot of the times. Um, just because so many them. so many Americans, we, we got it. Um, a lot of us went to college and tried to drop, um, you know, tried <laughs> to be the best be, be the best we could be, didn't necessarily make it and ended up in a pool of debt owing ten or $20,000. So I wouldn't let that fear of having a medical bill or a school bill, um, you know, put you on the fence of, you know, not walking into that bank and seeing what kind of options you do have. Um, you'll be surprised at some of the options that the bank can give you. And something that I recommend, if if you go to a bank, it's a lot different than going to an actual mortgage lender. I would go to a mortgage broker in Toledo where you can walk in their office and discuss things with them. Because even if you're not pre-approved, they can tell you exactly what you need to do to get a line to be pre-approved within a certain amount of time, three months, six months, a year, whatever the case may be. But I highly recommend a mortgage broker who specifically focuses on mortgages instead of just a banker. that's just my, my... They have more knowledgeable about the products and yeah, stuff like yeah. that and, and, and keep, where you can qualify for. Yeah. And keep in mind, too, smaller banks. Um, it's a lot of banks um, that people necessarily might not know exist, uh, so to speak. Um, I know we got the bigger banks like Huntington. We got, you know, PNC, um, Key Bank. But there's smaller banks like credit unions. Um, credit unions is a good place to go off and start off with. Um, if you've been working at Jeep or you got a good job with Jeep and, and you want to start something with your credit union, they know you've been there for three, four years on the job. Just go up there, take a shot at it. Um, I've been on the job three, four years. I have this X amount down that I can work with. Let me know what y'all can do with me. And they'll go over the guidelines and get you even through a program sometimes. Um, to get all everything you need to check off your list. Does that answer okay. your question? And if you need, yes, ma'am. If you need any help, reach out to us, and we'll after this little show, we'll we'll talk to you about that a little bit more in depth. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. 
Yeah. So even, um, you know, not even having to go through a bank in certain situations where we were just touching on the topic of doing the lease option versus a rent-to-own situation. So um, I, deal, I deal with a lot of different lease options. Um, we sold multiple lease options this year um, for people who may not have um, necessarily the credit that the banks are looking for just yet. So being an example, you may have a 590 credit score and you're ready to purchase you a house, um, move forward into a house and start building some equity into it. So lease option on, let's jump a little bit into that. So how lease option on works is you put between five and 10% down of the purchase price. You lease the house until your credit score reaches that 620, 630 rate. And then you automatically go into financing it from that point. And a lot of people, they get it mixed up with the rent-to-own program, which is you put a down payment down. You make a monthly payment of, say, $800 a month. And the total cost of the house is $60,000. So what they're doing is they're taking you the long route. Every time you pay that $800, only $200 of it is going towards the purchase price. How long is it going to take 200 contract. Yeah, How so, did it look in the contract? Yeah, on a rent-to-own, yeah. Mm-hmm. So how long is it going to take you to pay off $60,000 with $200 of it of being applied towards the purchase price per month. More than likely, you, you're probably not gonna get to the finish line. Or life happens. Right, or life happens though. So, you know, with, with lease options, it's, it's giving those people who may not have the best credit um, a situation to where they can, you know, put equity down on the house because the down payment is applied towards the purchase price. You lease it, 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 and we put you in a one-year lease. So um, a lot of people have, they may need that one year, and some of the people may only need 30 days. I've had clients come in, and, um, and within 30 days, they went straight to refinancing. And then there's other clients that may need six months, only 10 or 20 points shy away from getting a loan, mm-hmm. and then they finance from that route. But going to the bank, already seeing that you put some equity into this home, already put some interest into this home, I got some equitable interest into it, then the banks will be, you know, more willing to lend you already showing you living in this house. I'm making payments on this house. I put a down payment on this house. I got the credit score y'all need. Can y'all finance me for the rest? And it's going to significantly lower your lease payments. So um, say you paying 750 a month. So once you get it financed, you're probably going to be looking at about four, four fifty a month, saving yourself about two, three hundred dollars on the lease side, and you building in equity with each payment now. Mm-hmm. And you know, I let um, Ashley and them touch a little bit more about equity, um, but equity is essentially every payment you make is another payment towards you owning that house. Mm-hmm. So every five hundred dollars you pay, that's five hundred more dollars that you got uh, built towards that property for equity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, real quick though, before we move on, um, have you ever had a rent to own per tenant in place, and then they rent to own it to somebody else at a higher? Oh, fee? like a sublease? Yeah. No. So you, so we we always protect ourselves and make sure there's no subleasers on it. Right. Um, you want to make sure if you're gonna if you now that's from the aspect of you being someone who who wants to do a lease option for someone else, mm-hmm. um, but being in the house and and living in the house. You're not gonna be able to lease it out or you know sublease it while you're living at the property. 
because I've had that happen. Oh, yeah. that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. You like, will definitely can't do that. Yeah, I had them under contract at six hundred a month, and they're doing it to somebody else for eight fifty. I was like, oh, yeah. so that's okay, okay. capitalism at its finest. Hey. Me. There you go. As long as it's getting paid, it didn't matter yeah. to me. <laughs> I was just looking at like, hey, no good hustle. Lease options is smooth on, on the hustle side too. So I'll give you a quick breakdown on a number. Say you meet up with a seller, and they got this property here, and you guys come up with terms. I want $5,000 down, I want $500 a month, and I want $50,000 total for the house. Once you get that that contract, that uh, property under contract, you can then turn over and assign it to the now purchaser at $7,000 down. I need $700 a month and I need $60,000 at the end of the closing costs. So you can potentially collect in three different areas um, making you some money. You can collect on a down payment. When they give you that 7000 you get five to the owner. Two, that's going to your pockets. Mm-hmm. Every time they pay that $500 a month, or I'm sorry, they pay that $700 a month, the owner only wants five. Guess where the other two going? <laughs> Mr. Pocket Pocket. <laughs> and then when they finance at the end of the property, they have 50, you got the seller at 60. When it goes to closing, guess who get to collect 10 grand? You, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Pocket, and you know what I mean? So um, that's just, you know, one of the strategies for um, lease options. You can be on the front of it. You can be, um, a, they call it a sandwich deal, or you can just be on the end of it. Um, there's so many ways how you can structure um, lease options um, to make a profit, you know, for your own self. Um, that is, it's remarkable, man. It literally changed your life. I know... My first one, and I give y'all just an example. My first one, um, I had the owner at this was a house on Douglas, nice big yellow, four or five bedroom house. One three or two threes up. It was one three area. Mm-hmm. So yep. TPS. So yep. So the owner was only he was satisfied with just twenty five. He was like, if you can give me twenty five hundred down on this and get me $700 a month, I will be glad and okay with that. When I did my due diligence and looked at it, I seen you can get every bit of eight to $10,000 down on this house and probably $1,000 a month. Um, as far as the the total price, he, I think he was at like 70, 75, 80. But when we ran our comparables, it was looking like around like the 110 area though. So it was a lot of meat on the bone. Um, so that first, my first time coming through it, I was just like, Jason, I was just like, I want the, I want the money, I want the money, I want the money. But uh, you most definitely don't want to, you know, be grinding towards the money first, though. But we did end up um, getting that client, um, our, fir- our first buyer into that one, for $6,000 payment, wow. um, down payment, um, which means we made about four k on the down. Um, we had the owner at eight, and we had the... Uh, let me see here. The the seller. I'm sorry. We had the the seller at eight, and the the buyer was at a thousand. So that was two hundred dollars profit. Okay. I mean, it's just a it's just a beautiful game, though. Man, we could go all day talking <laughs> about so many different ways to make money. There's really. just so there, many different there ways. There really though, is. Yeah. There really is. It's so many different ways, though. I want to touch on something for um. So the lady that called when she mentioned hospital bills, um, if you didn't know, you can actually go to the hospital and talk to their billing department and wheel in and deal to get them reduced 
are gone. Yeah, because they look at most time as a loss. Like they're not going to see some. Okay, so just for those of you out there that didn't know that, I just I was like, I need to say that. Um, And then for your you guys aren't going to like me for this, but your renters. (laughs) There's a lot of renters out here with landlords who may not fix the property in a fashionable amount of time like you yeah. know say so um i just wanted you guys to know that you can't whose belly was that <laughs> who's hungry who didn't we eat? had no breakfast this morning straight <laughs> straight up and go you man had fast. to get to it <laughs> i got it um so you can put your money in escrow the money in escrow so the way i look at it is if you keep paying your um you know your owner of the house the money why would they ever come and fix it if you're keeping and giving them the money when that's when they want out of it anyways a lot of these like we call them slumlords okay Mm. um so what you can do is you can go put the money in escrow you're going to go downtown it's what one government center you're going to go in that building and fill out paperwork and that you're still paying your rent you're still you know you're not going to get in trouble for not paying it Mm -hmm. and having it be on time and whatnot and then the landlord actually has to come out and fix whatever is wrong with the property before they can collect that money that's Most there. Definitely. So I just wanted you guys to know that because um, that's huge. That's important. That's, that's, huge. that's something huge because a lot of people is um, living in mold. You might have mold or or mildew or something that might be a potential danger to you, and you'll be telling this landlord all day like, "Look, I." I got mold growing on my walls. I got mold growing on my, and he might just come over there and want to paint it, like <laughs> just paint over it, throw a de- dehumidifier in there. That's unacceptable. If they making six or seven hundred dollars a month from your rent, there's no reason. There's no reason no for reason. them to come in there and get the things fixed the right way. Uh, I had a girl the other day. She gave me a call because she said that uh, her landlord's been ignoring her calls for. Oh. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Hello. What can we do for you? Can you hear us? Hi. Hi. Hello. Hey, hey, how you doing? <laughs> oh, we lost him. <laughs> but uh, this girl was saying that her landlord has been ignoring her, and she's like, can you come take a look at this, see how bad it is? Her bathroom was leaking into her um, cabinet where her dishes were. Oh, from upstairs. Yeah, the like, kitchen. dude, that's unsanitary. Like, that's health violations all over. You did that in a restaurant, you would be shut air, down. Yeah, you would be done. You'd be shut down off of something like that. Yep. And some landlords, man, they they just want the money, yep. <laughs> the money, the money, the money. But they need to take care of the property too, as well. So take care. I appreciate yourself. Ashley for you know letting letting y'all know about escrow, how to protect yourselves though against um slumlord so to speak you know or you know just somebody who ain't taking care of the property or hasn't fulfilled the promises because i know some people they get into a situation to where they putting their money down and they moving into the property and the landlord is just like well once you move in we'll get everything fixed no. just don't worry about no. it Never happens. get it no. on don't give them the listen, money get get it don't on paper cookie. get it on paper <laughs> <laughs> get it on paper get his signature Make sure that he is going to pay for whatever he said, though. Yeah. 
Make sure you're going to pay for that. I want to touch on, too, because I got inboxed the other day about a scam that's going around. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing that you guys want to do if you're taking them at like either purchasing a home, maybe that you saw on Marketplace or renting a home that you saw on Marketplace, contact a real estate agent or, you know, investor or wholesaler, somebody that you have that has access to um, look up the property itself, look up the owner um, to see if that person is in fact tied to that property. Um, One website that's really good and you guys can all access it at home is aries.com, www.a-r-e-i-e-s. I, no, it's R is. A R E I Well, I have it just saved, so it's like click. So, Aries.com, you can look at the owner, see if they're local, and you can also look up back taxes on that as well. So, you know, you got somebody that's trying to sell you a house for $5,000 and it's got 10,000 back taxes on it, and they're like, let's go to the lawyer. No. You can look at I had those situations too happen. I'm dealing with somebody the whole time, and Come to closing time, it's like the property is in your auntie name. <laughs> <laughs> Who's dad? Oh yeah, but it's in her name. But but no, we need the auntie to sign, yeah, not you. <laughs> you know what I mean? You. So make sure you do your due diligence. Uh, Man, on you know who the owner is. Make sure you check the title. Um, you know for them back taxes though, because even on a quick deed, y'all, um, you can buy a quick deed house from somebody, and guess who taxes they become if you don't you know do your due diligence first. So say somebody got a house for ten thousand dollars, like I got ten thousand. Boom, you go to buy it. Tax taxes come around. We all hate that little piece of paper in the mail when it's time to pay them. <laughs> taxes yeah, but, follow the property people, not the right, owner. Most definitely they follow though. the yeah, property. They follow the Doesn't property. Doesn't matter though. who owns it. Yeah, or that's who it gets that, sold to. Most definitely though. So if that you land not, is that land. Yeah. So if you're not gonna go through a title agency, you want to just do a quick claim deed. Make sure you do some homework on it. Make go sure to that <laughs> go to title. Go to title. Uh. I've seen too many go some, to title. Some, some people scared of title though. I don't. <sighs> some people. Everybody. Not, we got to get over the fear, people. Well, you have. What are you guys making scared, it mean? They get scared of title though. You have like, experienced investors though. They, they don't want to deal with title. They're just like, I get it. I know what yeah. I'm, I'm gonna fall into. Well, or, I don't care. Yeah. 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 Or, or just the D boys. I got twenty bands and I want to buy it right now. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. go to let's go to quick dank quick claim. You know, but me. I want to make sure I do the due diligence first, though, for for my seller, though, you know, as well as well as my buyer. I'm not gonna put them in a situation to where, okay, you buying a house for ten thousand dollars, but it got four thousand dollars in taxes mm-hmm. that you really don't know about. You like, yeah. you don't want to, you know, get into a situation like that. It's, it, it ain't a a healthy situation for nobody on either parties. Yeah. The I ain't gonna lie, the seller might be happy, like, oh, so yeah, <laughs> I saw. I sold my taxes off, but <laughs> no, don't do that to yourself. Make sure uh, you're doing your due diligence, though, on that, most definitely. I, I think we, but, we covered so much. Yeah, we yeah. did, though. But let's touch, let's touch a little bit, though, because I don't think we t- talked about this, though, on the bird strategy, though. Okay. You're so, so like, yes, let's talk about that. Let's talk about let's that bring bird everybody strategy, on. Though. Let's all eat. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, Jason... Uh, Jason deal with it a lot, um, doing fix and flips, um, you know, dealing with different investors. And keep in mind, too, people, when you're doing fix and flips, you you want to utilize OMP, or I'm sorry, OPM. 
other, other people's, people's money. money. <laughs> you don't got to you you ain't got to have, you know, 20, 30,000 dollars to do it yourself. You come to an investor with the right type of information, the, the scope of work and a template, they'll fund the deal for you. You just the one to um, you know, deal with these contractors and uh making sure they get everything done on time and make sure the sale go through. You find somebody like Ashley or Jason <laughs> or Rob Pascal or Dominique, you oh, know, uh, some of my people shout out to them, yes. um, you know, to get it on the market and get it gone. Most definitely though. But I let Jason touch, touch a little bit about the, you know, the bird strategy though. So first off, the bird strategy is, is not like burrs and cold is B R R R It's buy, rehab, rent, refinance and repeat. It's the way you can build a, a good portfolio. Um, normally, this is what everybody who wants to invest tries to do. What it is, you you buy a property from somebody like a wholesaler at a cheap cost. You rehab it, you rent it out, then you refinance to get that money back and then get another property. By doing that, you can buy multiple properties in, in a very quick amount of time. Um, and it's, it's the most effective way to build those portfolios that you see Grant Cardone's and all these big gurus uh, talk about. And right. it's something that a lot of times when you go to seminars, and we were talking about this the other day, you have to pay $10,000, $20,000 for their nine DVDs. And yeah. <laughs> their podcast. So, yeah. We used to do that, man. Uh, I know my first one, I paid, I think it was like $300. Got behind door number one. Went to the next one. I think it was like twelve hundred. Got me doing behind door number two. Okay. That next one, they said we want forty thousand dollars. But we guarantee we'll hold get your hand. Also. <laughs> and I, I think it was Fortune Builders. I think we Fortune were both talking builders, on the yeah. same one at the Emerald. Though mm. it's a good program, though. People um, don't knock it, though. Um, you know, most definitely go in there and network. I mean, you are gonna have some buyers in there. You gonna have some people selling in there. Um, if you ain't got a dime to your name, and and, and a lot of them is free. So, I mean, you can just walk straight up in there, get some knowledge, and walk out with a couple contacts, too. Some cash mm -hmm. buyers, um, some people, you know, mostly come there to just, um, you know, shoot out business cards or whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's most definitely a great... Um, great way to network. A net networking mechanism, though, for sure. Yeah. yeah. We only got a couple minutes left, so let's go ahead and start wrapping this up a little bit. We covered a lot, <laughs> a whole lot, more than what I was expecting we were going to do, so... Um, Real quick, if you're looking to just buy a house, get pre-approved, reach out to somebody like me or Ashley or a real estate agent who's who knows the area. Um, we'll buy, get you into a house. You can close nowadays within probably 30 days um, tops. It, it's going pretty fast now. If mm. you're looking to get rid of a property and, and you don't want to deal with somebody like me or Ashley, reach out to this guy right here. He'll take care of you, get you a good price on your property and get it sold for you. Most um, definitely. And I mean that that's really it. If you have any yeah. questions, feel free to reach out to us on Facebook or however yeah. you can oh, find us. You, the you. buyers so hiring a realtor. A mm. lot of people let's touch on that just really quickly. So if you are a buyer looking to buy a property in this market right now, you don't have to pay for a realtor. It's already we're already gonna get compensated. Say Chris over here is gonna buy a house. Okay. Jason's got a house listed. And I bring Chris to show this house. He's like, I want it. I'm going to make an offer on it. And then Jason's client says yes. Yes, for whatever amount. Right. Okay. That sale amount covers not only Jason's commission as a listing agent, but my commission as Correct. the buying agent. So right. Chris isn't paying me to go look at a house. 
and I'm just spending gas and time. That's yep. all it right. is. So, and, and don't call the people on the sign. <laughs> when you call the person on the sign, they're not representing you. They're representing the seller. They're looking out for the seller's best interest. That That's one thing oh, everybody man. does. Do not do that. Find you another agent. Uh, there's so many agents in Toledo. Find a friend of a friend that'll look out for your best interest. Get that the best deal you can get. I need yeah. full disclosure. I'll tell you everything. I'll <laughs> yeah. tell you everything yeah. that that I'm allowed to tell you on agency dis- or all the disclosures, property disclosures. I have a house now. Lead needs lead, lead abatement. <laughs> <laughs> full disclosure. Well, you guys gotta be though. super honest. So yeah, but like like Jason said, man, y'all looking for you know properties to buy. Um, you want to do a lease option? You know, uh, reach out to me. For, yeah, uh, for a any, lot of my people who are looking to do that, hit him up. Because you guys call me, I'm just going to shuffle them to him. And keep in mind, <laughs> folks, you you, keep in mind, you don't have to have the best credit yet. My goal is getting you to, you know, past the finish line. You can come in You can come in with a 595, but we're going to need you at 620 within that year. Mm-hmm. We got one year. I always tell people this, too. Um, Lexington Law Firm, um, you know, th- they're a great they're they're a great um, credit company that removes any inquiries, um, and I'm a, a a user of it myself. I know um, probably about two years ago when I started taking my credit serious, um, I was like in the four hundreds. They probably been removed about thirty. 35 items off my credit. And I love you to death, mom, but my mom was putting cable, gas, lights, <laughs> oh, just, just different family members. Kids. Like they was, Gosh, I, it was just, parents, it, stop doing that. It, was, it was just certain stuff on my credit that I necessarily didn't know about. They got that removed um, all the way up to, you know, it was $100 a month, $100 a month, um, up until I got to the, you know, the higher six, the higher sixes range, um, closer to seven. Then you can always lower your plan down to $25 a month too. So, don't have to pay the hundred dollars a month every month um but it is something that i uh, recommend to anybody that needs to boost their credit or you you know you're ready to get to the bank and do an fha loan or, or you can reach out to loan. uh jason white I was jason just thinking, white, I was just jason white. he knows jason white, 700 club jump up his billboards man. around toledo yeah. yeah yeah most definitely jason help you out on that there, no. yep. yes sir anything else you guys want to add if you're under contract in a house, don't buy a boat. Don't buy a boat. <laughs> I saw somebody that's following me and he did it. So I'm going to call him out on it now. Okay, yo, we got a question, though. So David Cassie said, what about land bank properties? Pros and cons. Oh, mm. well, let me touch on Good land one. bank. Okay, so land bank, you have to have proof of funds. Mm. Um, not only for the purchase price of the house, but the cost of repairs. They, they want to know what you got and if you're going to do what you say you're going to do. Yep. Um, it is like a 10-page application on top of um, the other paperwork involved, and you're just going to go through with the contractor. Yeah. A lot of times these houses um, need everything, yeah. all major repairs from your roof to your foundation, some of them, electrical, and you need to go through with the contractor to see how much that's going to cost for each mm-hmm. thing, and then we write it up in the report. No. They review it what every Wednesday and then decide on Thursdays. Yeah. Well, with COVID and stuff, I'm not even sure. I don't what know what they're, they're doing, doing anymore. Yeah, that's but how it that, was. That $2,500 listed house might not be as good of a deal as you think it is because you might get in there and, yes. and need fifty, sixty thousand yes. dollars in repairs. Yeah. Yeah. So be careful. Just weigh the pros and cons and see what other houses are out there in that area. Yeah. Man, and a bank's requires so much too on. Uh, <laughs> 
on those land bank houses though. Do they, they look they they look so pretty though. Like when you go on online, you see on realtor like, ooh, three thousand, ooh, four thousand. Yeah. You can get it for that price though. But once again, just make sure your ducks in the line. Mm -hmm. um, make sure you got your contractor. You know, a scope of work, and pretty much what the bank want to see is how like if we give you this property. Tell us how you're going to fix it and how you're going to make it somewhere in the community to where it's going to work for everybody, yeah. even for yeah. the government, because now you make it back a taxable place, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Once you fix it up, yeah. the government can start making taxes. Well, you can't get good deals through land bank. You can. Yeah. Land banks, you know. I want to touch on nuisances. He's about to kick us out. Are we <laughs> done? We got to be done? What time? <laughs> like seven minutes ago. Oh, seven minutes. Be gone. All right, man. Well, y'all... We're gonna, we gonna wrap it up though, man. I know okay. I know my man got uh more things to do. Um, but like like we said earlier, um you wanna do lease options, you wanna do wholesales, you wanna do some you need some more fix and flipper information, you need information from an agent. Give Ashley a call, give Jason a call, give me a call. We here. Um you can reach me on Facebook at Chris Keller. Um you can reach Ashley at Ashley Smith, <laughs> you know, and then uh Jason at Jason J. J. Villa Realty. J. Villa Realty, though. <laughs> yeah. Much All easier. Right, man. We appreciate it. 419 on the grind. We appreciate my man bringing us through. And uh, get out there. Go you. Get off your ass and invest in real estate, baby. Yep. Yes. Let's go. And I got to say shout out to my barber who's mad because I put a hat on. <laughs> <laughs> Did he hit you up for real? Not yet, but he's going to. Oh. I know it's coming. $1,000 here. <laughs> man, why? And, and also Gene Patterson, Blue Sky Property, man. Yeah. If you need your, your lawns cut, snow removal right now, give him a call. Love Most Gene. definitely. Yep. Yo, one more one more shout out I want to get to, man. <laughs> My guy Ron, because I know a lot of people have been asking me, um, do we do section eight? Um yes, Ron Call. Give my man Ron Call a call. That's all he do is section eight. Pure section eight. Uh, give my man a call. He gonna hook you up, man. No doubt. If you're looking for a section eight contractor, I have one. Got him. <laughs> oh. All right, man. It's a wrap. There it is. And it's a wrap. Right, Thank you guys it. for watching.